Um, look, you know, we've talked a lot about what's going to happen at the top of the ladder in recent days. Um, I think the bottom six is a really interesting um, conversation as well. And how much are the bottom teams going to improve? North Melbourne won four games last year. What is their plan to rise mm. up the ladder? North Melbourne coach David Noble is a good friend of this program and he's been good enough to join us on this Thursday evening. David, welcome. G'day, Sam. Hi, Shane. A lot of... Um, a lot of talk around this time of the year, David, as far as pre-season form. You never quite know how to look at it when you're a fan or in the media. Do you pay a lot of attention to pre-season form or don't you? From a coach's perspective, how does it look? I think we have taken more notice of the second week this year. I reckon, Sam, it, it seems like it's escalated. It did for us. You know, we, we put a, a fair amount of emphasis on the game against the Swans last week. It seems like the, the games, I got to see a couple of them live um, as well through Marvel. And it, it seems like yeah, clubs were really primed and set to get that last rigorous game in before we, we got to the start of the season. So, yeah, yep. I think you can read some elements into, into it. Um, can I just ask you about your build? So it's always this time yep. of year that we love to try to pin coaches, David, on how many games you're going to win and what the ceiling is. And we all know what the response is going to be. I, I sort of want to try to be analytical about it, particularly compared to yep. your time at the Brisbane Lions. 2017, you win five out of 22 games, but you're five goals worse than your opponent on average every week. We fast forward to 2018, you win the same amount of games, but the difference is a lot closer. You're only a 10-point worse team week on week. And we know what happens after that. 2019, you finish top four, you play in a qualifying final and and a semi-final. I look at North Melbourne and think, can we compare here? You won four games last year. Now, it's going to be hard for you to drastically improve as far as wins, and and maybe I'm I'm speaking too soon there, but you were a 28-point worse team than your opponent week on week last year. Is it that gap that you want to see, I guess, reduce? And is that what North Melbourne fans should be looking at when they're looking at this build? Yeah, it's spot on, Sam. I think that's certainly one of the markers in order to see growth, to see improvement. It's 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 not only got to be visual, you know, for us to see and our fans to come along and, and experience, but there are some markers along the way. That That is a really good one to try to you know, limit the, the damage, I guess, at different times. Um, yep. Restrict runs on from teams. You know, how many times teams get hold of you with multiple goals. Um, they're probably the broader markers, I think, that our fans can uh, look for um, and come on the journey with us. Internally, we might have a few more other areas that we will try to tighten up um, from a marginal gain perspective and improvement. But, yeah, I think that's the that's a really good broad summary. Um, I've probably tend to, to compare what we did at Brisbane with what we're doing here. They're always different. You can't ever be the same mm. um, in that sense. But yeah, you, you look at the similar markers and the similar methodology that, um, that we work to. Having said that, we absolutely want to win more games. This is not just about a development growth plan that, you know, we're going to take our time and, you know, we'll do that. But we also want to extrapolate the number of wins that we have because winning is also extremely important. It's part of your growth and your development. David, we talk about North Melbourne and the relatively young group that you have down at Arden Street at the moment, but that that doesn't mean experience isn't important. And you've brought in Hugh Greenwood and Tom Lynch, both of whom virtually cost you nothing to bring in to the fold. How important are they to this group in 2022? And 
can fans expect to see plenty of them on the field this year, despite having that very young base at Arden Street? They can expect to see them on the field, Shane. One will be at VFL and one will be at AFL. Um, Tom has predominantly been brought in as a development coach. Mm. So I, I think the benefit for us with us using that mechanism to bring Tom is that he's able to play at, at the, the VFL level in state league to help some of our younger group, you know, the Combins, the Jacob Edwards, um, Paul Curtis, Ed Ford in, in that group, being able to, to play with those guys for a number of games throughout the year. We don't see Tom being in the AFL mix, but the capacity for him to just recently have a, come out of the game and then add that blend on the field uh, is extremely important. Hugh, however, brings a totally different element, does the experienced campaigner, um, eluding clearances, tackles, pressure, uh, which is pretty important in building that rigorous style of play that you wanted to take into finals over a, a period of time. Hugh's on-field leadership um, has been exceptional so far. He's come in and really settled into that role and added, you know, his, I guess, his commentary on the ground and has helped some of our, our younger group growing in that midfield space. So he helps Jai with, you know, Taron, um, Luke Davies, Uniac, um, Powell, Phillips, those guys. So he, he's been terrific so far. You mentioned Will Phillips. Um, we know it was reported yesterday coming down with glandular fever. Do you know how long he's out for? Because he, he really hit the ground running last year and uh, was one that North Melbourne fans went, wow, this is going to be exciting for our future. Yeah, he internally got some some great recognition. Um, you know, he came off a year where he didn't have many games. I think they might have had one or two games out of that mm. tack up year and did a terrific job um, at the end of the year to, to get as many games out of him as we did. Um, not sure where he's in, in the cycle of it. And I think the docs just need a little bit more time to just see, assess um, maybe another range of some blood tests. So we're not sure if he's on the way in or on the way out. Uh, we'll obviously just be a bit patient with him. We don't think it'll be a long-term um, issue. So, yeah, hopefully he's over it sooner than later. His form through pre-season has been um, very, very good. So we, yeah. we were wrapped where he actually escalated him his, um, his training to the next level for us as well. David Noble is the coach of North Melbourne joining us on Sports Day. Um, David, the loss of Robbie Tarrant, like I can only assume that someone in your position would love as many Robbie Tarrants as you can have to help develop the likes of, you know, the Mackays. And I know Core didn't play a lot of footy, so he helps in, in coming back. But how hard was, was that, you know, losing a Tarrant who has been such a good servant for the club, but ultimately, you know, was lured by a team who could be in the premiership window? They're always difficult to lose. You know, the, the players that are, are certainly highly valued, you know, internally, um, you know, I guess we were trying to work through um, a particular scenario with his manager. Something else popped on the radar. There's certainly no issue from our side of things in Robbie exploring that. Um, you know, as I said to him, I'm, I'm sad because I would love, you know, Robbie to have finished his career at one club. But I'm also pleased that he's able to elongate his career with, a, you know, some extra time um, in the competition. Um, you know, we wish him all the best. You know, I've said to him when he, when he first left that, you know, he's a shin boner for life for us um, going forward. I know he's keen to get into the coaching realms. And, you know, I sort of said, look, if you you need some time or discussion in regards to some coaching, um, more than happy to, to chat to him and try to mentor him through that over the, the coming years. So, um, yeah, so look, I, I think it's, it's a difficult, delicate one, Sam. It yeah. does open an opportunity for guys like Matty McGuinness that we have through there. 
Uh, ben Mackay stepped up really well last year. We didn't have core. We didn't feel like we needed to go and chase another defender. But, um, yeah, so we, we think our balance in defence is pretty good, even though Robbie's not there. What, what's the hardest thing right now, do you think, for the North Melbourne Footy Club, David, as you try to build back up the ladder? Uh, consistency, I think, Sam. You know, with, with the profile that we've got of our group, we know what we're going to get from our leaders. They did a fantastic job last year in the way that they guided our young guys, our first and second year guys from last year, the Marnies and the Powells and, and that crew coming coming forward. Um, you know, we've added another five, six first years into the to the mix this year. Yep. And so what, you, what you're trying to build is that level of consistency. Now, that can only come back to the standard of training that you deliver understanding what that level needs to look like from the younger guys. That takes a little bit of time. We need to be patient. And then we want to see that on the field. David, how do you ensure that the expectations aren't too great on Jason Horn francis It's fair to say uh, our very own Lee Matthews put the expectations out there saying that he already looks basically like the perfect athlete. But we know... Pretty good rap coming from Lee. Absolutely. Uh, We know that number one draft picks have struggled in the past, how do you monitor that during the year without, I guess, capitalising on his ability week in, week out on the field? I think, first of all, Shane, he's treated exactly the same as our other five first-year draftees. Mm. You know, there's an expectation to teach him, you know, the elements of the game that we need. I think if you look at it, he's clearly had some exposure at senior level that has put him in front of a Josh Gator or a Miller Bergman Paul Curtis, um, Jackson Archer, like, or Jacob Edwards. He simply because of that, you know, he's been allowed to develop at a faster pace than maybe some of the others. So his ability to play at AFL level is obviously greater. How many games he may play, we're not quite sure yet. We're still, you know, going through what we'll do with round one. And then I think it's just a matter of probably not overexposing. You know those guys. There's there's certainly a, an expectation that comes with that first round selection. He's embraced that. He wanted to be the number one. Um, he enjoys having, you know, that additional pressure. And so far, I think he has coped with it extremely well. So we'll, we'll certainly try to just shield him from time to time as to what that looks like. But yeah, I think all the signs so far from his delivery of performance is that one, he's certainly got some capacity, and then two, we just need to work on. Um, his range of ability to, to you know, get through a game or get through a number of games this year. David, you're one of our favourites here on Sports Day. I think all North Melbourne fans can see what you're trying to build down at Arden Street. Let's hope the uh, improvement continues in 22. Thanks for coming on. Good luck for round one. Pleasure. Thanks, guys. Hey, David. David Noble there, coach.